Hey, everybody, and welcome to a bonus episode of Bottled Up, a wine podcast of sorts. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Sean Linehan, and I'm joined today by my fabulous co-host. It's me, Jen Wearing. It is Jen Wearing. Welcome here, Jen Wearing. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Oh, good. I'm glad to be home. Yes, you were away. I was away. I was working away on a top secret project for Ooh. Telemundo. But I got to hang out in Miami in a Sierra hotel that boca, was in the... Seca uh, <laughs> la boca, por favor, Dios mío. Um, that is the extent of my Spanish, and that's how I got the job at Telemundo. Good work. Um, I was going to say, I only knew that because that's how I was yelled at often in Spanish class in high school. Sierra <laughs> la boca, Juanita. Cállate. Love it. Yeah, there was a, I was because I was I went by Juanita then just for that. Sure. Class. I, I went I by Juan, so this is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Juan y Juanita. Yeah, there was no choice, uh, no seleccione, if you will. See, si. um, uh, let never mind. I was gonna try and come up with a <laughs> sentence, but I'm not even gonna try, lest I offend a my Spanish-speaking family, or my Spanish-teaching father, or <laughs> my ancestors in Spain. Or yeah, you can offend a lot of people. A in lot the next of people. Few seconds. So let's and, just skip it. Yeah, but I had this fantastic hotel, beautiful, beautiful courtyard Marriott. In an outlet mall parking lot. Get out of Dodge. About two and a half miles from the end of the Miami-Dade International Airport. Get out. So those airplanes taken off. Woof. Front row seats. Front Some row seats. Some people pay for those, Sean. Some people pay for those. Why? Yeah. Well, I they? was. No. I loved it not sleeping. It was You know, great. sometimes motels. Uh, uh, so I, I've driven across the country a couple times. Just, sure, just me, yeah. me and my doggo. And, uh. Somewhere in the middle, somewhere in Middle Earth, uh, I couldn't stay at the hotel I wanted, even though it said it accepted dogs. But then I got there and they like they were like, we don't. And I was like, it says on your website you do. And they were like, well, we don't. And I was like, but. And then I realized this is futile. Yeah, it's futile. Um, so I was like, well, what hotel does? Because it was like 11 o'clock and let's pretend mm-hmm. Montana. I don't know where I was. Whoa. Um, somewhere in the middle. And um, and so she was like, this hotel does. And you go this way and this way and this way. Okay, so now I drive off the highway, past a prison, into yeah. like an abandoned strip mall parking lot Ooh. and the hotel has been built in the parking structure. Oh, so I love it. This is where I'm sure I'm going to die. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, this is what my mother was worried about this whole trip. And instead I go, you know, I go to the front desk and the, it's now it's like almost midnight. You know, I'm, I'm that jerk with no reservations. And the guy behind just is lay miserable Ugh. until I say, I understand you take dogs. And it was like, I don't, it was like a, 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 an exciting children's show fairy commercial broke out. Like it was like well. lights went on. He was like, a dog, where is it? <laughs> and he, he pulled out like an ice bucket that had like a bow on it. You know, the, pl- the shitty plastic mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, yeah. It had a bow on it and it had dog treats and poo bags and little containers and, and all like a, a dish for her to drink out of all this cute stuff. And then he put me in a room near the dog park, which was a tiny section of the parking lot that they'd covered with AstroTurf. Oh, and that's put very sweet. Fire. It ended up being just the cutest place I didn't die. Oh, I, you know, on the list, there's cute places I didn't die, not cute places that I didn't die places that are really really nice and i should have died yeah (laughs) yeah there's a lot and this was when i thought well we might not walk out of here rip and then we did and walked into like (laughs) parking lot d where there was now a cute diner that served the biggest cinnamon rolls i've ever purchased in my life 
Yeah, they lasted like a whole state. Wow. That's, yeah, you know, they were huge. There's the size of my head. They were huge. American ingenuity right there. Amen. Take that parking structure. Yeah, right? Yep. Why not? Good Why? view of the prison <laughs> from the second level. You can really, the sun glistened off the, that razor wire. It was so gorgeous. Nice. So nice. It was just like, it was blindingly sparkly. Oh, oh my well, God. Speaking of sunshine. And blindingly sparkly things. Sure. Let's go with that as our segue. What are we talking to like about today? Mall cop segues. Um, <laughs> you guys, it, the last two days here in Astoria, but also the whole East Coast, were, how did the weather people put it? Unseasonably warm. <laughs> like, I know it's the end of May, but we went from it being like 72 to 92. Yeah in a day and it was disgusting it was we, so hot but you know what that makes you want as a wine drinker just a giant punch bowl yes of wine cocktail that wine you cocktails can practically swimming mm. do you know what i'm saying so we're talking we're talking what sangria sangria we're talking uh wine punches oh your sparklers which oh, is yes sparklers and listen spritzes. if you if you google wine cocktails 80% of the recipes are just spritzes. They're not really tricky. You know, it's like somebody who would take the time to make a video to make a popsicle. <laughs> Come on. Hey, that um, video is art. That video art. is art. But it isn't exactly something that requires 40 pages of recipes. Um, but yeah, so a good over ice yeah. wine punch, easy drinking. You know, the kind where you're like two pitchers in and then you're like, Oh, standing's hard. I can't find my legs. Right. Where are my legs? That's what we were looking for, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> oh, you know, Lieutenant Dan did love his sangria. <laughs> you know, that they cut that scene. That they ended up did. on the cutting room floor. But I, um. <laughs> that whole bit about him and his uh, sangria loving, that's a thing. Well, sangria is what I've brought to the table today. Very nice. Now, yeah. when you make a sangria, Sean, yeah. uh, I mean, people... There's a thousand and seventy six recipes for sangria yep. in the world. Yep. Um, how do you make yours? Tell the people. Well, with a thousand and seventy five of those recipes, <laughs> they're wrong. Ooh, snap, <laughs> girl. Gauntlet thrown. No, like it's sangria. It's just wine punch, right? It's right. Spanish wine punch. It's a way to take. A heavier uh, Spanish wine, you typically use Rioja, and break it down into something cool and refreshing and light and fruity and fun. Um, two important things. I can't give away my recipe here. This is a family recipe. My grandfather grew up in the hills in Basque Country in a, a town called Piedraita. My grandmother's from Barcelona. Um, I would be disowned. Listeners, if you want to join me, the protest is Tuesday at 5. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you the full recipe. I'll give you the breakdown. Okay, breakdown. We'll take First it. First don't go crazy on the wine. You don't want to spend an exorbitant amount of money on the wine because you're going to be putting stuff in it. This is a good rule for all wine cocktails, kids. This that is said, not don't wine. go bottom shelf. No, no. I mean, first of all, never gross. Never. But, you know, you don't need to... Sp you know, this isn't your $80 bottle of wine. Don't turn it into a don't, sparkler. Don't. Only Jackie O can get away with that. Right. And well, bless, she did. She did. She did. You might recall that from episode uh, back in the early days. Yeah, she was turning the best French Chardonnays they had in the White House wine cellar into white wine spritzers. And Pull the head up. wine steward walked. 
he Amazing. quit. And then somebody else came who facilitated her desecration. But anyway. <laughs> they got they found somebody from TJ's Big Boy who was like, I don't give a shit. Put it in a glass. Who wants a burger? <laughs> Ooh, I do. Um, Me too. Grab, grab a Tempranillo. Grab a Rioja. You want a Crianza or a Hoven. You know, a young, young uh, Rioja-based red wine. And then you're going to chop up a bunch of fruit. I recommend oranges and apples. I like Yellow. to use a regular orange and a blood orange because blood oranges have a bitter quality to it that I think adds a little niceness. Plus they're pretty. Plus they're pretty. And some green apples because you want them super crisp. Nice. Yeah. And then this is the important part. Oh, my God. After you chop those apples and oranges, put them in a big bowl or a big pitcher with a little bit of sugar, little bit, tablespoon, tablespoon and a half. Okay. Okay. And let them macerate for like 20, 30 minutes. Good tip. Good tip. That helps tip. break down the structure of the fruit so that they can absorb more alcohol. Yeah, listen. So that you can sneak little bits to Cousin Tommy, the three-year-old who's running around and annoying everybody, and soon right. enough he's asleep under the jungle gym. It's perfect. My favorite thing to bring to family anything is a vodka-soaked watermelon. <laughs> so good. And, you know, up, Tommy. Throw in a measure of uh, of brandy. Good, good brandy. Don't go cheap. Um, nice glug. A, a good glug. You're, we're talking a half a cup. Uh, it's a solid and then glug. I like to use orange liqueur. Some people like orange juice. I like orange liqueur. And then uh, then your whole bottle of red wine, and you're good to go. Let it chill in the fridge for about two hours so those flavors marry. And you've got an incredible red sangria. Pour it in a punch bowl, add a straw, you're set for the day. That's <laughs> Get one of those helmets that is a straw <laughs> and a punch bowl. That's tricky with the fruit because then you, you're like reaching over to try and chew the apple, and that's weird. Um, Grandma now one takes of my her teeth favorite, out and gets in there. Um, that is a fantastic recipe and a very good one for red. Um, if I was doing it with a white, because mm -hmm. I also like white sangria. Yeah, white sangria is delicious. I like a good stone fruit in this scenario. Sure. A nice peach, a nice nectarine. They don't have to be super ripe in the story. They no. can be a little on the... Hey, if I was going to eat this, I'd wait till tomorrow. Yeah, side. absolutely. Um, you know, but everything else, fairly similar. Um, I, I like a Sauvignon Blanc in a way. Yeah, white. Sauv Blanc with those those green apple notes. That'd be mm. really good. You could use, if you want to stick in Spain, um, Arian, which is just kind of their white grape du jour. It's grown all over the place. It's, there's more, uh, more land under acreage growing Arian than anywhere else. Beautiful. Delicious. Uh, and you, you're going to put brandy in that? You're going to put? Um, I wouldn't normally put. I'd put the orange liqueur. The brandy mm -hmm. overwhelms. So okay. I, I'm, yeah. I'm also more a fan delicate. of orange liqueur. So a little bit more delicate on the add additions. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, I'll drink that and then I will eat all the fruits. Oh, yeah. You got to eat the fruit till you go blind. That's, <laughs> that's what you I had do. that problem once with the watermelon. I'm mean, not going to blame on Timmy, but uh, who lowered it? I mean. Watermelons, vodka watermelons are amazing. Um, yes, I uh, there was a time when I left New York briefly. I had just had enough and there was some some stuff going on and I had uh, some personal loss and whatever else. And so I hadn't eaten in a couple days. Just want to set this up right. Hadn't eaten in a couple days because although that's very unlike me, but that just is very that's how sad I was. We all have Sean. those times. So and tragic. Uh, but then there still had to be this going away evening 
Um, and I got to the bar first by myself where I like sat at the bar, like by myself at my own going away party, like a loser. And I was like, tonight's going to suck. Like I had this full, like sex in the city meltdown before anybody showed up. And, um, and they, the bartender put a watermelon martini in front of me, uh, with the watermelon soaked vodka and was like, I added some extra watermelon chunks for you. You seem like you need it. And I was like, whatever, dude. And then I ate one and I almost threw up (laughs) because it was just vodka yeah yeah pink just pink and um the last thing i remember from this particular night sure. john and apparently after i stopped remembering there was karaoke somehow Ooh. i got home don't recall any of these things um was literally plucking the pieces of watermelon out of everybody else's martinis and being like these are so delicious and just <laughs> eating them perfect so you're not going to get as wrecked if you pluck the uh, stone fruits or the green yeah. apple out of everyone's sangria. Yeah, I'm pulling um, an apple as out my right old now. Coworker used to call it. Oh, that's brandy. Now, oh. listen. If you're looking for even easier friends, I worked at a bar that did a very simple version of a tinto de verano. Uh, mm-hmm. Very, you know, Spanish basic. Uh, it's like sangria, but without all the fruit. Why sure. bother? Um, and we uh, made it with just um, lemon pellegrino. Hold, hold one of those little bottles, yeah, whatever yeah. those hold, a couple ounces, two, three, yep. 12. I don't know. Um, one of the little bottles over ice in a pint glass and then uh, a solid glass of wine. And in the restaurant I was in, we made it with Pinot Noir just because that's, you know, what, we what had. you had. Yeah. And uh, delicious. They go down easy like Sunday morning and you don't have to chop a thing. That sounds delightful. The last time I was in, the new bartender tried to put a lime slice in it, and I was like, get your fingers out of it. Get your fruit out of there. What are you doing? If anything, this needs an orange slice, which we don't have here. Get rid of it. Get out of there. And then I made a white version of that using Sauve Blanc and Mm -hmm. um, orange Pellegrino. Oh, Aranciata. Thank you. Yes, for saying it. Yeah. So um, either makes for easy, like if you guys are going for easy, impressive, you could do that in a pitcher situation. The people will love it. You could be like, they're Spanish. And if you do a nice slow pour over a spoon you can leave them layered for a bit as you bring out your pictures Ooh. which does look fancy because it looks like a big yeah. red floater and then you do have to remind well when you're the bartender you have to be like don't forget to stir that you fucking morons <laughs> you come on server just use your straw no you let just mix it up a little bit but a nice pour over is always fun yeah, a nice pour over you know get a little float i've actually uh i'm an overachiever here so i've made a second drink yeah, um, you have. Uh, I'm having a New York sour, which is a whiskey sour that I did from scratch. None of that sour mix crap. Crap. Uh, and I floated a little bit of Tempranillo on top of it, and oh, it's real people. pretty. Hold on, Sean. You just hold it up. Folks, because you can't see it, I am going to just screen. I'm going to screen grab this. Oh. Ooh. And I'm going to share it later. That's yeah. how pretty it is. It's so pretty. I'm, I've never had one. I, I did drink a bit of the whiskey sour before we started recording. But, um, so for the people that don't know, what did you put? I mean, listen, you can buy whiskey sour mix, friends. It's You can buy sour mix. Yeah. It exists in every liquor store in the world, but it's usually pretty gross. What did you use to make yours? So I use simple syrup and fresh lime juice. Beautiful. Three quarters of an ounce of each, two ounces of whiskey. Shake, give it a dry sh- shake. So that's uh, shaking without ice. And then add your ice in. Quick shake, dump, float the wine. And you do that in part because you want the ingredients to mix, 
but not to be in any way watered down. Correct. I want them to chill in the glass, not in the in the shaker. I need and also, that. if I you're saying it for people who maybe didn't know it at home. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> and, but also, it's um. Sean, it, why you not use ice cubes? Were you stupid? Yes. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> the other reason is if you're doing a more traditional uh, whiskey sour, there should be egg white in there. And so you shake it so that it all combines really well and gets the full texture. But I didn't want that because of the float on top. I thought a float on top of a float would be a bit much. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I, I and, went without you know, the egg white. You don't need that extra egg white froth. You don't. To be not everybody needs it. It's fun. And it does add a, a texture component to the cocktail that you don't yeah. get. It adds a smooth. A smooth, a mouthfeel. Just a like roundness. a silk. Dum dum ba din dum ba Mr. Boombastic. That's but I can tell you, this is uh, it's good. <laughs> I used a, a strong overproof rye whiskey on it. Yeah, you clearly did. <laughs> um, so Ooh, it's very he's flavorful. He's slapping his chest, friends. He's slapping his chest. <laughs> uh, it's very tasty and Lucille, he's coming. <laughs> the uh, the the red wine offers kind of a. Like spicy fruitiness to it that com- mm. that combines really nicely with the whiskey. So, uh, I might be drinking these all summer. We'll see. I think you should. And yeah. folks, making your own sour mix or even your own simple syrup really does make a difference because that shit Huge. you buy, whatever they else they put in it, in addition to sh- wait the recipe. Hold on, the recipe for a simple syrup. Sugar. Yeah, yeah. Water. There it Done. is. It's over. It's over. It's over. Um, but whatever they it's put in the commercial now. ones, particularly the commercial lime juice based ones oh it's gross they have shelf stabilizers in them they've got corn syrup in them it's just now listen sometimes nothing beats a nice little splash of roses lime in your southern comfort but that is a very specific flavor (laughs) very that makes me think of college i was just gonna say i that makes me think of a very specific moment in time i was gonna say haven't had one in a solid number of years but if i did brings me back (laughs) is that polo cologne i smell what is happening aqua de geo what aqua am i having a stroke no that's toast (laughs) different um So yeah, I um so I am having as another uh, fun easy peasy lemon squeezy. I like a good spritz. Yeah. I like to kick it up a notch. And uh, here's my uh, I'm gonna give away my secret recipe. Uh, oh, do you it. know my family in from Germany and, and Italy wouldn't drink this, so none of this matters. Uh, there's no see, <laughs> so no, nothing to protect here. No, so I enjoy um and this is um a riesling actually that I'm rocking all uh, right my glass a, a little sweet riesling. or a dry riesling more on the dry more Great. on the dry uh might rhyme with kung fu fighting um got it and um hey so the, hey chuckles um here i go again with my riesling um anyway so i've got a little bit of our leftover kung fu girl riesling and then i had like one half a glass left that i just hadn't touched uh and then i've got a little seltzer Mm-hmm. And then to make it nice, I got a little Saint Germain splashed oh, in, which one that. is very pretty when you put it in because it's heavier than the wine. So it like swirls and twirls like a boozy lava lamp. Like um, when, you, when you get a latte, an ice latte, and it, yes. the milk just swirls through down through the ice. Oh, it's so, so pretty. nice. This is a little subtler because there's okay. similar Same shades, color, yeah. but so pretty. Um, and then, yeah, and then normally I would do, you know, just like a little lemon twist, but I was too lazy. So I just stirred it up. Now I'm just drinking. I'm on my up. third one. And you Whatever. got your little elderflower spritz there. Yeah. Listen, 
I, I think I told the story before about the time we did very fancy drinks for Nanny Land mm-hmm. um, with Andre and the 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 bottles of Andre, which I had to hide from the rest of the junior league and then swear <laughs> the recipe to secrecy because uh, Andre's like three dollars. Um, Andre, whole... Andre, for those who don't aw- oh, sorry, aren't aware, because yeah. I don't think it's available everywhere. Okay. It so that's is, a shame. It is, <laughs> no, it it's isn't. a real shame. It's a it's a sparkling wine product. <laughs> so it's a combination of like I guess dealkalized w- white wine and malt liquor that has been carbonated. And you can get it in your grocery store. You can get it at Dwayne Reed. You yeah. Get it at the fucking pharmacy. It's like three ninety nine a bottle. It's pinkish, um, but. If you put a splash of changement and then you slice up some strawberries and you freeze them nice to balance on the edge or you freeze some raspberries to float in your champagne glass, you will fool the junior league into thinking they just drank the most expensive of cocktails and they did not. Which makes this probably the best cocktail that we could talk about today because it's fooling rich people. And you know what? When us plebes can get one up on the 1%, take it. Listen, as a poor, I just wanted to walk around that party and say, suck it. But I didn't because I was <laughs> but working. you didn't because you were wearing your, like, you're a professional. I am a professional. But yeah. later, I, but I thought it a number of times. But it is, it does also, uh, speaking of fooling, um, well, this isn't technically fooling, but another thing you could make that isn't technically a wine cocktail. Now, listen, if you guys Google, I found a wine cocktail called a figgy sparkler, which I never had, uh, but I'm going to try and make. And it's a muddle of figs, oranges, and cranberries. It sounds very Thanksgiving. I was going to say, this sounds right? fall, fall, fall. And then you add vodka, and then how do you make it a wine sparkler? You throw Prosecco, Prosecco on it. Yep. Um, but it's just I, a fig. It had never occurred to me. Very yep. exciting. And, then, and I mean. Can I just throw a Fig Newton in a glass of wine? That's what I want to know. I you know. I think we can try it. <laughs> and I think we, we can don't do even a, need listeners. Sean's just going to go with no. <laughs> gonna do, gonna, I think we could try it. I think we do a whole series here. We'll get some Lorna Dunes and throw them in a scotch. Oh my god! Right? Can we just can we just do maybe maybe the people want this to be a live show? Write us write us and let us know. Just a a store bought cookie pairing episode. Oh yeah, we right? can definitely do that. Like we could wait till Girl Scout season so that we can include Thin Mints and and some Samoas yeah. and the like. Can Absolutely. they still call them Samoas? I don't remember. We it depends on which bakery's making them. There's two regional bakeries, and they're either Caramel Delights or Samoas, depending on which bakery they're coming from. It's, Caramel fucking delight. I'm not eating that. No, I have not been shit. so mad about a renaming since uh, <laughs> Raspberry Tart from the Strawberry Shortcake and Gang was renamed to Raspberry Tort in the 80s. Fuck after they, that. After, right. So they in the 80s, they were normal. Then they went to Fat Camp. Then they all came back excruciatingly skinny, and Raspberry's got a new name. No, thank you. Reboot. I'm eating some oranges because that's upsetting. Yeah, I would. If I had, well, I went with the no fruit cocktail but come on yeah I, um i love my fruit They're i'm just gonna delicious. eat some plant leaves from the plants around <laughs> me maybe i'll eat one of my dog's milk bones but um for those of you that don't know too but that really enjoy wine or like a weaker regular cocktail if you will there is an entire line of spirits made with wine yes so it is fermented spirits not distilled um they're usually about half the proof 
a quarter of the proof. Basically, they were designed, wink, wink. Some very smart person, as far as I'm concerned, said there's a lot of bars that don't want a full liquor license, but still want to be able to serve a gin, wink, wink, and tonic. Um, and so they designed these wine products to be under whatever the law is. So bars can still just keep their beer and wine license, but make cocktails, even there though technically they're weaker and not really cocktails. So you shouldn't pay as much. So pay attention, friends. Pay attention. Just a little bartender tip there. But some of these, I mean, I worked at a bar that served tequila. I'm doing a lot of. Finger a lot of finger air. quotes happening finger here. Air. I'm fingering the dickens out of these sentences, kids. Um, <laughs> which tequila was just agave wine, right? It was only 22 proof or whatever is legal if you don't have a liquor license. Every People would do different. shots of it. And I was like. You're gross. Yep, totally. <laughs> also, you need to have four before, just so we're clear. Yeah. Um, but. It does allow smaller bars and restaurants to not pay the excessive fees that sometimes, like New York is a hot mess, but maybe this is the same for other states. Um, yeah. The article uh, I, I mean, read Pennsylvania about it, has crazy Florida fees. Florida apparently has yeah. insane fees too. That was according to the New York Times article I read. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm not a poor, but uh, I have one <laughs> more free article. Anyway, um, so the that way it allows mom and pop places to sure. make a more traditional you know, cocktail cocktail list yeah. right that's, and it's it, somewhere between a mock and a cock that's what i always say <laughs> a mock and a cock right lovely let's call this episode from <laughs> mocks to cocks from from mock and cock and cock and mocks um, and mocks. which i think is a, it's like a Greek Crocs, wine, but uh different <laughs> well it's it, it allows for like uh slushies and stuff like you can say, this is a pina colada. Right. You can be like, we have margaritas. And and it's not because it's a wine based liquor that has some flavoring in it or whatever. But right. it's, uh, but you can get away with it because if I'm drinking a frozen margarita, do I care what rum's in it? No. No. Or what also even in, it? in regular like frozen things like there's you know we've all found the occasional restaurant usually they close pretty quickly that makes super strong frozen drinks and those places are great. <laughs> But I think most, you are referring to Dallas Barbecue. Might, that might be one <laughs> of the places. There used to be a place on the Upper West Side here in Manhattan that it was two for one. Great bartender. I cannot remember the name of the place for the life of me, but like, holy crap, their frozen margaritas were to die for. There's a place um, in. Uh, like, literally, you had the two for one and you were ready you, to then die. You died. They were that strong. <laughs> There's a place in, I mean, in every beach town, but I'm thinking sure. specifically oh, yeah, of, of Atlantic City. Uh, it's called like Willie's Wonderful Wonders or something like that. It's um, a great name. If it's but there's other called, other ones called it. like Off the Wall or sure. Blended Crazy, and it's just like oh, you go in and there's 37 frozen drink machines, and they're all Sex on the Beach, Peachy Monkey, Call a Cab, Call Me by Your Name, <laughs> Don't Call Me Your Name, like. <laughs> All Don't these, like, call me donor. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Vedder actually owns uh, a franchise, <laughs> um, but there's uh, and they're, they're all uh, you know whatever fruity, fun and tooty oh, drinks. I mean but that's then New Orleans splashed or with one fifty one or yeah. Everclear, and it's like oh, That'll but they do the you. trick. 
Uh, right. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, they do the yeah, trick, and then you do. pass out on the beach, and you wake up with third-degree burns, and the rest <laughs> of your vacation is ruined. Ruined. And that was um, the, the first The first night. time I had Red Stripe beer, uh, no one told me <laughs> that I was at um, a Jamaican bar or whatever, but they were just topping all – it was like top the Red Stripe night, whatever, but I didn't know this uh, <laughs> with – it wasn't ever clear. It was some sort of like 150 proof Jamaican rum. Sure. So I'm I just like the first beer. I was like, oh, this beer is gross. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because if your if your mind is like, I'm about to have a beer, yeah, and then you have a sip of gasoline, you're a little confused, <laughs> right? But by the third one, you're like, this is the strongest beer I've ever. I think I was on my fifth one before somebody was like, dude, you know those are topped with like a shot of blah blah blah, and I was like. <laughs> Did not know. Gonna need to go home now. <laughs> Bye. I live right here. Now, like, take care. Take it a cab. See you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Getting in a cab right now. I love stories like that. Oh, daddy. That's, that's where there's that. like, there's nothing nefarious happening. Nope. You're just kind of caught unawares within the situation. Oh, it's great. Yeah. No, that was, uh, yeah, no, I, I enjoy a good, uh, uh, any sort of, uh, story that ends that way personally <laughs> and unfortunately i have a, a lot of them um they almost always involve me on the bar and at some point while on the bar i realize when you get off this bar you need to go home like, do not pass go <laughs> and do then not collect two hundred dollars the, the other little gen on your shoulder saying don't get off the bar yeah, the other little Just gen stay is like, on the bar. I'm sorry, we didn't finish that third bottle of <laughs> Honey Jack. Oh, what? yeah, right, we didn't. <laughs> Jolene, Jolene, pass it over. <laughs> um, the other uh, recipe that I found that sounded really good, that again, yep. I've never made, but kind of want to, involved Moscato. Okay. It was like a good. nice change from Prosecco. Moscato, wine, sweet wine. Sweet, can sweet. Be, can be sparkling. But with... Uh, it's a Moscato ginger iced tea. Okay. How delicious does that, that sound? That sounds uh, nice. Like with a barbecue in the summertime? Yeah. Sounds yeah, so that nice. that sounds nice. I mean, listen, it's not a wine cocktail, but I could drink boozy Arnold Palmer's till the cows I mean, come who home. couldn't? Uh, you buy I, that sweet tea vodka and a thing oh. of, you just get a thing of the carton of the lemonade. That's your day. The, 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 if you get the Newman's own, you're yeah. even like helping. Yeah, and it feels like it. Plus, it feels fresher. You're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. Thanks, Polly. There's also, uh, I came across um, uh, a Negroni that replaced mm. the gin with Prosecco. I saw that one, I think. So you've still got your Campari and, you know, all your good things in there. Um, but instead of gin, you've got a more aromatic and floral wine, and it's sparkling, so it lifts it, and you don't need the club soda. That's true, yeah. So you it's boozier. a whole ingredient. I mean, an Aperol spritz. I love an Aperol spritz. Who doesn't love a good... You know how I don't love an Aperol spritz? Sean, let me share. Um, I believe you already know this, but I'm sure this is for everybody. <laughs> Last summer, uh, in and among my COVID fun, uh, I was already pretty drunk when I did this, kids, but I decided I wanted to make Aperol spritz slushies, mm -hmm. which were delicious <laughs> the second batch. <laughs> The first batch, unbeknownst to me, when I put the Aperol, which for those of you that don't know, is obnoxiously orange. Yeah, it's it bright. Is, it is a bright orange color. And it's not going to freeze perfectly because it's alcohol, alcohol. Yeah. much like my popsicles. But, you know, it'll get a nice freezy quality to it so that when you blend it, you're not you don't have to blend ice cubes in and water your drink down. I uh, did not realize that my ice cube tray had a hole in it. 
like it had a crack. Yeah. And so I filled, I mean, I guess I just didn't notice when it was just water leaking, but when it's bright orange liquid (laughs) and now your whole freezer is covered in it. Yeah. You notice. You got to rinse off that lean cuisine you still hadn't eaten since (laughs) 05. I was going to say, it's in 2005. It might as well throw it away. Throw it away at this point. Was that the meatball carbonara lean cuisine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I moved it from my last apartment, actually. Still haven't touched it. Still in there, kids. Um, Or, you know, one of those Dr. Prager's things I buy because I feel healthy. And I'm like, look, broccoli dinosaurs. I'm healthy and a kid at heart. (laughs) Then you look at the calories on the back. Right. Or you just go... I'm never making this. I'm never making those. And they just live in your freezer forever. But I think the point of this is there's a <laughs> lot of options. <laughs> there's so many options of things you can put in a to bowl with wine. Spice up your summer with wine and fun. Wine put it in a bowl. Fun. Put it in a pitcher. Put it in a, in a large, uh, what are the insulated glass? A Yeti? A Yeti glass? I have oh. a 32-ounce Yeti glass. My God, you could make such a lovely amount of sangria in that. I'm, you know, I might. It's a little nice outside. I might go sit on the stoop it is, and have it. It is. I mean, this weather today is just glorious, it's friends. Perfect. I hope it's as glorious when this episode drops. Because whoop whoop. Um, yeah. So there's so many things, and if you Google wine cocktails, I don't know. I think I was hit with forty-two thousand options. There's just, just so many. Again. 41,995 of them were just spritzers. <laughs> put, put club soda and wine or put sparkling wine in something and you've right, got a exactly. cocktail. Look, if you just have this vodka with sparkling wine, now it's a wine cocktail. My, my favorite is the champagne cocktail, which is you take uh, a nice champagne. You want a nice champagne for this. A small sugar cube that you cover in Angostura bitters. You put it at the bottom of the glass and you dump champagne on it. Boom, that's a Boom, cocktail. It's a cocktail. And it actually, it really is delicious. I was going to say, they are kind of delicious. They're so good. Over <laughs> like a at French the, 75. Like, oh, the less gin and sparkling. And, oh, so good. Classic yum. So you got your classics, your uh, French 75s, your champagne cocktails, your New York sour, uh, your Aperol spritz, Campari spritz, mimosas. How we can we forget mimosas? Oh, right. Bellinis. Yeah, you've got all the various versions of champagne punch, all the various versions of white wine punch. And then you've got sangria and... And you've got your elderflowers. But the point is there's a never-ending menu of ways to enjoy summer with wine. And it's hot out. And it's hot I, out. The words Officially. I'm trying to get. Yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Officially. So I think we're getting up. we're getting back there later in the week. So I think so, yeah. I think it's, so time, it's time to time to break out the punch bowls. Time the punch bowls and the kitty pools and have yourself an afternoon, kids. Get it done. And right before we sign off, I want to say We've been seeing some fun photos from our Patreon patrons of the amazing, super fantastic gifts that we've been giving them. Um, we love you and appreciate you all. And I'm so happy to see you enjoying the gifts. The goods. <laughs> the goods. The swag. Yeah, baby. And, you know, for those of you that are like, oh, man, I'm so jealous that they're talking about this and I don't know what they are talking about. Well, only one way to find out. Head right on over to Patreon and there's some swag with your name on it for, you know, a nominal fee that we thank you for more than the swag. Yeah, it helps keep us on the air, keeps us going and uh, coming up with more interesting programming coming up. I mean, we can't do a live cookie, grocery store cookie and wine pairing. If we don't have the funds to secure a venue and buy the yeah, cookies yeah. and do all the things. Oh, my God. I so. mean, four packages of Lorna Dunes is like $1.86. <laughs> Lorna so Dunes? Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Are they fresh? Fresh? You know if they're fresh. 
Perfect. Who's got? <laughs> hey, is there a Keebler elf in the house that can bring me a stripe something? Ooh, grasshoppers. What would they pair with? I'm gonna think about this. Okay. Girl Scouts. Oh no, that's Thinman's different. That's yeah, they're different. Keeblers do the grasshoppers. But we could get crazy. We could do like Jaffa cakes. We could. This could what? become an international grocery store. Oh man. Store we could do a whole series. We could do a whole other podcast. Oh my god. Pairing with crap by Sean and Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> well, let's pair this crap with each other. Thanks Woo! for drinking with me, Jen. Good to see you. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Mm. That's delightful. Country road. <laughs> Take me home. From mimosas to bellinis, chupacabras bloods to sangria, the options for wine cocktails to enjoy during the summer are as endless as your imagination. On this bonus episode, Jen and I gave a little insight into the summer cocktails we like to drink, our summer wine cocktails that is, but we'd love to hear about your summer wine cocktails. If you have a go-to favorite or you're experimenting, go ahead, give us a shout, tell us the recipe, give us your review. We really wanna know what y'all are drinking now. If you are enjoying Bottled Up, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Those likes, rates, and subscribes are huge at pushing Bottled Up up the list and helping us get new listeners. And if you really like us, it would mean the world if you would check out our Patreon. Patreon patrons have access to premium Patreon-only content and some great gifts. There are membership tiers at all levels from $3 a month to $500, and every membership helps this little podcast keep growing into a big wine podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media for tips, shoutouts, updates, and the occasional wine meme. You can find us on Facebook at Bottled Up Podcast, on Instagram at Bottled underscore up underscore podcast, or on our website, bottleduppodcast.blog. Until next time, cheers.